This is Weekly Woman by Jubilance for PMS. Hey, it's Alice from Jubilance for PMS, and welcome to Weekly Woman. Today, you will be shocked and awed by this period organization that is making waves in a place you will never guess. You know Greek life at universities? I didn't have it at my school, so don't have a real view of it. I just picture Animal House, or the beginning credits of Legally Blonde where she lives in a Barbie mansion, or any number of other episodes where the parties range from destructive to Roman, with men in togas running all around. But these two girls chatting with me today from Viva La Menstruation have actually conquered at least one frat, explaining the vagina and periods to a group of bros. You'll want to hear how it turned out right after this. We have a special coupon just for you, our listeners of the podcast. You can get your first bottle of Jubilance for PMS for only $19.95 when you subscribe with the code WEEKLYWOMAN, no space. If you're ready to stop feeling anxious and irritable before your period, give it a try. Again, the code is WEEKLYWOMAN with no space for the promo code. And head over to Jubilance.com and try it now. Amazing. Well, welcome. We're so excited to have you, Heavenly and Leslie, for Viva La Menstruation. Um, Welcome to the podcast. Uh, Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having us. Yay. And I know you both are calling in from different places. Can you tell us and our listeners a little bit where you are? Yeah. So Uh, right now I'm currently in Walnut Creek, California. Um, It's located in the Bay Area. Yay. What about and you, Leslie? I'm, I'm currently in Riverside in uh, Southern California. So nice. I'm really hot right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so jealous. That sounds really nice. Leslie, I was just wondering, like, what are you guys, what have you guys been up to during the pandemic? I was uh, for love for a little bit. And then um, I joined Viva La Menstruation during uh, the pandemic. And it was like a really life-changing thing I appreciated all like the my I've known heaven since uh college so it was it was very nice that we came together and we're like let's try to do something for um the community I've also been um trying to get back into school Mm. and um it was very I don't know I think it was like good timing but also at the same time it wasn't because what I'm trying to do is um the air, I was, I'm trying to be a pilot and oh my the airports were, were closed. So it was uh, going back and forth into should I, the schools are open and then they're closed. Oh, you could come back, but you're not six feet away from your instructor. And it's been a roller coaster. <laughs> but, wow. Um, I, we're back on track and I'm trying to gear towards that for now. That's amazing though. So are yeah. you currently taking classes are you starting to fly mm-hmm. oh yeah, yeah yeah so um I took a class of, like uh let's see before the pandemic and it was just an introduction class and I ever since I couldn't stop thinking about it and I actually went up in the air and the instructor was teaching me how to fly it's a very hands-on thing and I love to travel so I was like I think this is my calling and you don't really see a lot of women pilots so I no. definitely want to gear that way that's amazing. Yeah. yeah. That's not a career path that you really think about as a woman. No. Um, do you like, do you feel like in your classes, are you, um, are you 
like, are you breaking boundaries? Are you able to like talk about things that in a different way than your male cohort? Um, I think so, but also like, I feel like it's a little bit more challenging because they just see you as like, you're, you're just another woman trying to do this, but you're not, it's just some comments that I get here and there. Yeah. And like, no, I could do the same thing. Um, like, uh, uh, in my seat, I need a little bit of like a, a booster because I don't <laughs> reach, <laughs> but, um, I, I make it work. And then I, my, my goal is to like make a difference. And just because I'm a woman doesn't mean I can't do something that a man can't. And there's only like uh 4% of women in the aviation world. Wow. That's incredible. Yeah. Oh. We definitely need some more women pilots. Yeah. So that's why I definitely want to go and make a difference and encourage others that just because of your gender doesn't mean you can't do something. Wow. That's awesome. And it kind of ties into what you guys are up to with Viva La Menstruation. Can you talk a little bit about what it is? What is your organization? Yeah, of course. So Viva La Menstruation, we are trying to stop period poverty. Um, Every month we take donations, uh, whether it's money or actual period products like tampons, pads, cups, uh, birth control even. And we choose an organization at the end of the month um, and we donate everything to that organization. Actually, in August, uh, I was just in New York, and since I knew I was going, we took all of July's products to uh, New York. <gasps> Yay! Yeah, I went to, um, I forgot the organization. It was in Brooklyn, and it was very um, nice, like very different, because I really wasn't even, I was looking for a big building, and it was literally a little door in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> and I, was like, I'm not, I thought this was going to be something different, but I, I found it. Great. <laughs> After. Uh, yeah wow that's amazing yeah so we do so every month we uh take donations from family and friends and we just try to get the word out there um tell our bosses we tell others we're hoping like during the holidays we get a little bit more Mm. um donations because it's um people are a little bit more generous during those days so we've got to stop and talk about our sponsor jubilance for pms it's a daily supplement that helps you be you Jubilance is an over-the-counter nutritional supplement shown in clinical trials to relieve the emotional symptoms of PMS. That means less stress, anxiety, and more of getting back to your life. You deserve to be your best self all month long. And thanks to modern science, PMS is now optional. It's the first and only product for emotional PMS backed by real science with double-blind placebo-controlled peer-reviewed studies. And it works. I work for Jubilance because I'm here to help women, and this is the real deal. Jubilance isn't just a product, it's a global mission to make PMS mood swings a thing of the past. The Jubilance Sisterhood is a movement of thousands of strong women escaping the PMS struggle with science, sharing, and communal support. We're here for you each week with stories of amazing women, your weekly playlist on Spotify, and for you to dish and cry about periods on our Facebook group. So why not give Jubilance a try? Go to www.jubilance.com to learn more. So we started Viral Menstruation just because menstruation is something that is very important and it doesn't get a lot of attention. Um, I know like in my experiences, there's been times where I've missed school, um, I've missed work, whether it's because I had really bad cramps or because I bled through my pants or because at that time I couldn't afford menstrual products. Um, I know the university that I went to, um, they didn't offer free menstrual products like in the bathrooms. 
And so I would use like toilet paper or like whatever I could find. And I remember one day I worked in like one of the student offices um, and I bled through like the paper towels and I bled through my pants and I bled on like the office chair. And I was like, I need to go home. Like I was so embarrassed. I was so devastated. Um, but then you start to realize that this isn't just like an individual problem. Like you're not the only one that this has happened to. Like when we do polls on our Instagram about like who has blood in public, we get so many stories of like people bleeding everywhere in public, you know? Um, so that's when we realized like it is something that's important. And then when we started donating to these organizations and these shelters, a lot of them say like, you'd be surprised that like, they get a lot of like food donations. They get a lot of clothes, they get blankets, but it's like people forget that homeless people also menstruate. Mm -hmm. And so when people are donating, yeah. they forget that, oh, we should also donate menstrual products. And whenever we donate to these places, they always tell us like, these are the least amount of things that we get donated. Like we don't wow. get these donations. Um, so like if you, if you think about it, you, you see a homeless on the street, like they still have a period, but just because they don't have a house and have no food, the period is still going to continue. So they could barely afford to eat. How are they going to afford period products? Oh Yeah. It's just like at that point, like they have to decide like whatever money like they get, you know, like, are they going to buy food or are they going to buy a pad? Most of the time they're going to buy food, you know, like they're hungry. Um, so they use whatever they find. There's been stories of where they use like dirty socks. They try to use the same tampon, which is very dangerous because they can get toxic shock syndrome. They can get a lot of other diseases by trying to use the same tampon or pad. Um, they use um, like toilet paper rolls, like the hard cardboard. They try to use that to oh. Some people just free bleed or there's been instance, there's a story and one homeless woman said that when she's on her period, she'll try to sit in one spot so she doesn't have to keep getting up and having it run down everywhere. And she'll just sit there until her period's over. And like, when you think about that, like that's very hard to do, especially when you're homeless, especially when people are trying to kick you out of wherever you're like squatting. And it's a real, period poverty is like just a really big problem and it's not getting a lot of attention. And so that's why we wanted our nonprofit organization to stand for something to help those who don't get that attention, who don't get that extra help and to just kind of be there for them and be like, we see you, we know that we've been there, we all bleed, you know? So that's kind of why we did it. That's amazing. And so you guys have been around for almost a year now. Um, so you're giving every month to different charities. I love that you do somewhere different each time. That's really cool. And then also I saw that you guys are also leading workshops. Can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, so we started doing workshops. Um, one of the first workshops we did, we were actually invited by a fraternity at Sac State. Um, huh. They asked us, they're like, can you guys come and teach us about menstruation? And wow. then we're like, we had no yeah. idea, like, how are you teach these boys what to do? Yeah, it was like such an interesting invitation because we're like, you guys want to learn about menstruation? Like, yeah, sure, of course. And then we also post a lot about like, we're really big advocates for domestic violence and sexual assault. And they also were like, can you also tie in sexual assault in there? Because that's something that's very important, especially in college, you know, Greek life, yeah. sexual assault is something that's very important and should be talked about. So we're like, yeah. So we held our first menstruation and sexual assault workshop at Sac State. It went so well. Um, one of the first activities we made the guys do is we passed out blank sheets of the female reproductive system. Mm. And we told them to label it. And it was so funny. So like, you see like the guys trying to help each other, like, like hey, what's this, what's this? And like, 
some of the girls came because it's an open event so like other people can come and girls were just writing it down and they were like hiding their papers from the guys they're like no don't look at it <laughs> it's so funny and then um we passed out stickers to whoever got it right and then when we showed them they're like oh okay that's what that is and I'm like oh my goodness but it was so fun because they were just like they looked at us like we're really gonna have to fill this out I'm like let's label it mm-hmm. um, so that was fun we talked them about menstruation we talked about like the pain we talked about what menstruation is like actually like how does the blood come out why what is that blood from we taught them all of this and then we touched base on sexual assault the statistics personal Mm -hmm. stories um all of that kind of stuff we did like a questionnaire at the end of like we gave them different scenarios of sexual assault taking place and whether is it is this sexual assault or is it not is this consent or is it not consent um and they were all very active in it and then even at the end they asked so many questions which to me was so impressive because they actually asked questions. Like they wanted clarification. They wanted to know things. Um, and afterwards they, they came up and like asked if they could hug us. Cause they're like, this was so great. Thank you so much. Wow. Um, so that was amazing. And then one of the sororities that was actually there, they invited us to come back. Um, and we did it last month. We went and we held a woman's health workshop and we talked about, you know, October is breast cancer awareness month. So we mm-hmm. talked about breast cancer. We talked about women's health in general, whether it's menstruation, um, vaginal diseases, STIs, STDs, how to take care of yourself, um, different herbs, supplements, things like that, that you can do to just balance your overall health. Because what a lot of people mm-hmm. don't understand is your menstrual health and your overall health, it all correlates. Like everything works together. Like if you're not eating healthy, you might have heavier periods and more painful periods. Mm-hmm. Whereas if you're not drinking enough water, if you're not eating enough vitamins, you might have different period colors, different period blood textures. So it all like affects each other. So it was really fun to teach them all of these things. Wow. That's amazing. I love that you were able to go into a fraternity. Who would think that anyone would want that? But that's amazing. These changing times, like you guys are creating this space where people can talk about this taboo subject um, and get the word out, which is so admirable. That's amazing. Thank you. It was but it's fun. also very like eye-opening because like our logo, it's literally like people people look at it and like you you could tell like the older generation. Like I have a sticker on my phone and like one of my older aunts was, "What do you have on your phone? Like is that really it?" And, yeah, wow. and then I have to explain to them how it's okay. Like we're in twenty twenty one and kind of bring them back a little bit. And but then there's like some people, who, oh that is so cool. Can I have a sticker? So you see the different generations and how they react to it. Yeah, that's so fascinating. Wow, really interesting. So yeah, continue to break those barriers. That's awesome. And uh, you're a science teacher too, Heavenly. Um, can yeah. you talk a little bit about um, how you talk about menstruation in the classroom? Yeah, of course. So I'm a science teacher. So I teach preschool through fourth grade. Oh, um, It's so fun. It has definitely been such an experience because, you know, kids, they're going to ask you what, when, where, how 20 times until they understand everything completely. Um, and so it's really exciting to see like the questions they ask, especially when it comes around taboo things where they're probably not used to getting told about it in home. And so once they hear you say the word, that is like a weird word. They're just like, Oh, so tell me more about that. Cause then they want to know all the information. Cause they think it's like secret information. Um, <laughs> And so just by kind of like telling them like what menstruation is, but one of the things I like to do with my students, or even if it's with my own nieces and nephews is first, you have to know about the body and it's not just your body. You need to know about 
everyone's body because if you just kind of focus, I know growing up, they literally would be like, okay, girls, you guys are coming in this room today mm-hmm. and the boys go in this room and we watch separate videos. Um, you know, we, we watched, it was called right around the corner and it was about our period and the boys, like, it was like my special friend or something. And it was about their <laughs> happening. Um, and it's like, I feel like we should all watch those videos, like everybody to better understand each other. You know what I mean? And so that's what I like to do with my students and my nieces and nephews is just talk about the body first. Like, this is what your body looks like. And this is what your body looks like. And they all have different functions. Like, this is how they work. And then this is how yours work. But you can't even think about another person's body unless you know your body fully as well. Um, and so I think that's like very important is to kind of reiterate to them. And I grew up like hiding my pants or hiding my tampons, like not letting anyone see. And now when I'm on my period, I just like pull them out. I'm just like, this is what it yes. is. And then like my nieces and nephews are like, what is that? I'm like, this is a pad. So when girls bleed, you just put this on your underwear like this and it catches all your blood like a sponge. And they're just like, and they're like, Titi, am I going to bleed? I'm like, when you get older, girl, yeah, you are. You definitely <laughs> are. And I was like, but don't worry. Once you start bleeding, I'll bake you a cake. Like, we'll have a party. Like, you know, it's not the end of the world. Like, it's it's not. And then with my nephews, it's a little different because, you know, we have like a traditional Hispanic household. And so there are some still kind of like taboos where it's like women do this. Boys don't have to know mm-hmm. about this. Don't talk to boys about this type of thing. And like, I'm just like, no, I'm no. Yeah. And it's so funny because my nephew, he just turned 17 and um, my sister's always talking to him about sex, but he better not be having sex. And I even told him, I was like, listen, if you want to have sex, you can, that's your body, you know, consent first, but do you know what the clitoris is? <laughs> and he was just like, what is that? And I was like, so since you don't know what that is, you shouldn't be having sex. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, well, I don't understand. I was like, no. So let me tell you. And then I like was talking about it and he's like rolling his eyes, you know, 17 year old boy, not wanting to hear the term of aunt. And I'm like, oh no, we're going to learn about it. And so like, now I like told him and it was funny. Cause then that Christmas, my family bought me a bunch of like clitoris and vagina, like socks and like, <laughs> but just like teaching them those little things is like, you can't fully understand your body or your friend's body or things until you fully understand it. And I think that's important because a lot of people always try to say it's inappropriate, but it's not, it's natural. Unless you yourself are trying to sexualize or objectify something, then that's honestly like a you problem. That's a personal problem. Because when you teach anatomy, when you teach body, when you teach science and how things work, it's not about being sexualized or those kind of things. It's about facts and it's about how things work. And that's how you need to look at it. Mm -hmm. Wow. That's amazing. I love that you're able to bring um, both sides to the classroom. I definitely remember being shuttled away into a separate classroom and we had to like, all just sit there in horror. Um, but, but the way you're able to teach is just like, Hey, these are the facts. This is the body understand both, which is amazing. And like, that's how we should be doing it. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Yes. Um, and so for our listeners, how can they get involved? How can they get involved with Viva La Menstruation? How can they get involved with helping to fight period poverty? So we were actually just talking about this like not too long ago. There's been a lot of people who have been reaching out on like how to get more involved. And we're thinking of like just having them. It's not like a membership, but like become members, like join like an emailing list where we could tell you what we're doing. And we just want people like, from different places if they want us to donate to that place like we could rely on them that we're going to give you our products and you're going to do the donation 
in our name. Hmm. That's awesome. Yeah. And then we also offer like, we do donation boxes where we drop off boxes where people can drop off donations to whoever wants one. So for instance, um, in Patterson, California, there's a dispensary there and they're hosting a donation box. So like when you come in and you can buy like your weed, your CBD, you can also drop off period products. Um, and then there's also one in um, the sorority. They have one and they've been using it at their school. There's one at the Cal State East Bay housing office. In their housing office, they have one. Um, and like Leslie said, a lot of people have been reaching out to us. Um, one lady who lives in Seattle, Washington, she reached out and she wants to know how she can host a donation box. Um, there's been people in the Bay Area and we tell them that you can use these donation boxes, collect products and say you want to send them back to us so we can donate, we can do that as well. Or if you know a place and you want to donate to that place with all the donations you collect in that box, you're more than welcome to donate them to your community because that's what it's about. It's just having people in the community taking care of each other because the only people that are going to take care of your community is the people in the community. It's you. And so getting people involved in their own community is something that we really want to do and we really encourage. And so whenever anyone reaches out, we're just like, yeah, of course. So like, do you want us to go to your community? Do you want us to help out in your community? Like, what is it? I know right now we are having a poll and we're asking people, where should we donate to next? Do you want us to come to your community? Do you know a place, cool. do you know a shelter? And so those are definitely things that we want to do and encourage is just community organizing. Amazing. And so people can find out about you on Instagram. Can you give us your handle? Do you guys have a website? We are currently like we have a website, but we are trying to secure our name first. Great. Before we make it official. And uh, due to the pandemic, there's just been very, the courthouse has been yeah. very, very behind. So we haven't heard back from them in actually in a few months, but um, everything's like already set up. We're just ready to like press that launch button um awesome. so right now we're just using uh instagram social media we recently made a tiktok as well amazing um, it's our name viva viva la menstruation yeah so we have instagram tiktok and facebook um and we also have an email so all four of those things are easy ways for people to get a hold of us incredible well thank you so much girls it was amazing to get to talk to you today thank, thank you. you for having us this has been so fun Thanks for listening to Weekly Woman by Jubilance for PMS. If you like the podcast, please review us on iTunes. It really does help. And if you want to take advantage of our special offer to help your PMS turn from stressful to nonchalant, use the promo code WEEKLYWOMAN with no space in between the two words at jubilance.com. Again, the promo code is WEEKLYWOMAN. Thanks for listening and see you next time.